What does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing? A night out with the fellas? With your Premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards. Good morning, everybody. I am Pam Myers. Welcome to Three Essential Questions. Uh, we do this podcast live, uh, streams live on Facebook every single Thursday morning at 9.30 Mountain Time. Um, my co-host for this podcast is Erica Yoakum with Virtual Personal Assistance. And our guest this week is Charles Ashley III. And Charles is owner of Cultivating Coders, a coding company, and he's somewhat of a social activist as well in our Albuquerque community. So welcome, Charles. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, ladies. Did you want to correct me on something that I just said? No. no I, I, I don't really look at myself as like an activist. I kind of look at myself as just, you know, someone who, is, who has gone through a system and lived a life and, and uh, managed to to go through somewhat unscathed, and and I felt that it wouldn't be right for me not to just like speak up. That was it. So not I don't really look at myself as activist. I just look at someone who was just fed up and decided that I'd actually you know put some action behind some things. Right, which More is important. A guide, mm. yeah. guide others through how how to better communicate, better work together, right? The type of thing. Yeah. But we need guides because we either have people that are silent listeners or silent participants mm -hmm. or people that are actively participating. And I think I commend you for that because it's super important. Thank you. So our first question today is what have you learned about yourself during this whole COVID pandemic? Well, I mean, one if one thing because I'm sure all of us have learned multiple things about ourselves during this time. <laughs> um, uh, mine is, uh, I, I really value the the human interaction, like face-to-face -face interaction uh, of people. And I've always kind of known that about myself or whatnot, but this uh, it further validates it, right? Where, it's, where you're with your family, which is actually one of the best parts about it, right? That you get to be around your family and uh, do more things. Uh, we've been, no, we were pretty involved with our kids' lives anyways, but more so now because school is from home, our workouts are from home, you know, our adventures are from home. <laughs> so everything, <laughs> everything that we do is from home with our, with our kids or whatnot. So that's been, that, that's been phenomenal. But what I have learned is that uh, as much as I love the, the Zoom and the StreamYard and all that stuff, uh, there's nothing like sitting across from someone with a cup of tea or coffee or whatnot and having that human that human interaction yeah so true right yeah and and i think most of us are missing that right well yeah you can and you can see it whether whether you know whatever side of the fence you stand on with if we should open back up or shut back down or wear a mask or not wear a mask and for the record i love people i love being out uh, if we have to wear a mask and wash our hands to be able to do what we need to do, then dang it, we should just be doing it, right? I think, um, you know, it, it, so, uh, uh, we've, we've, uh, we've used the word sacrifice so much in our life, and then the moment that it actually comes around and that you have to make sacrifices, 
Uh, you, you're trying to you're seeing a reflection of some of the people in this country who uh, really don't know what the meaning of sacrifice means, right? So if we have to have sacrifice to to go out and get out and do things, you know, let's let's do it. But yeah, it's that 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 human interaction for me um, is what I can't wait to get back to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 a total. Um extrovert but i'm finding that the zoom thing is i'm i'm i've been trying i've been virtual for 11 plus years now my kids were homeschooled and, and all those type of stuff so for me i've gotten very used to it for me it's it's hard and pam will will, will tell you that it's very hard to get me out of my little closet that you're just hanging I'm out in my closet yes i'm in my very nice you know what i sleep decorated closet that type um, of stuff i'm good <laughs> But yeah, I no, I, I I get what you're saying. I I yeah, I'm as far as the stay home, stay whatever. Just be smart and taking consideration your 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 neighbors and your and the people. It's like like when I go out and wear my mask, it's not for me. It's so I make sure that I'm not a problem to somebody else, which I guess is in in all aspects is a pretty good way to live your life, right? Make sure that you're not the problem for somebody else. Well, right? me and my me and my friends, we we talked about this. Uh, it's, it's some of the first lessons that you learn as a child that uh, us as adults are kicking and screaming about, right? Which is like respect, right? We're just, it's a, it comes down to respect, respect someone's space, respect someone's, mm -hmm. uh, uh, their, whatever they believe in, their thought, whatever. It's a respect thing. And it's uh, it's funny that you know, we, we put these things on our children and then we get to 30, 40, 50, and, and we're kicking and screaming in the streets about our freedoms. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So true. <laughs> I wonder so that your do your kids ever look at at, at the grown-ups and go Oh yeah, I love our girls because they're I guess they're a reflection of their mom and their dad, we're very outspoken, you know, matter of fact, right? We're good. So my daughter they'll look at something and say that doesn't make sense. Why are, why are we doing this or why aren't they doing this or what's the problem if we have to do it because they're there it's always been taught to them at a young age that right if someone these are the rules that are in place follow right. the rules and <laughs> from that 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 adolescence <laughs> we mm -hmm. get into this bubble of that i can do what i want to do right it's, mm -hmm. it's like it's a complete growth change like you start from <laughs> us instilling something living it and then you get to a certain age where like, i don't want more freedoms in my mind right. <laughs> i'm never yeah. gonna watch Hands. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk around with dirty hands all day. <laughs> you can't right. make me wash soap. You you make right. me I'll, I'll splash my hands. That's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'll wear my mask, but my nose is not getting covered. <laughs> oh, craziness. I know. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, how have you responded to the situation, you and the business? How have you responded to to all of this? <laughs> Um, so we, so this is, we cultivating coders officially turns five on November 15th. Nice. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, unofficially we're six, but so we've been in the black and for people who don't know what that means, we've made positive revenue every year, like continuous growth. Uh, this year will probably be the first year where we will probably still end in the black, but uh, lower amounts than last year. Uh, but what I what we told the team and we were discussing it's 16 of us and we were discussing this and I, I was telling my wife and even like our CPA or whatever and she was like hey you know this is how much runway you have and this which 
what you need to do. And then, uh, and even with uh, like the PPP or anything else that was coming along, it still it just it didn't make sense financially to keep everyone. But I couldn't find I couldn't sleep at night knowing that we were um, <clears throat> that we would have had to let go of people who didn't have control of a situation. Right. Mm-hmm. And so with the team, we just made that commitment of like, hey, we're going to grind it out. We're going to see what's going to happen. And, you know, when January, February come, you know, we'll re- reevaluate the situation. But we didn't let we didn't let go of anyone. Everyone, we didn't reduce uh, salaries or whatnot. Um, and it, it's just one of those things that uh, a lot of the 16, they've been around since the very beginning. So uh, it's we felt that it's. You know, let's 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 grind it out together, right? Let's right. You know, we're gonna build it together, or we're gonna. <laughs> and if we if if need be, it's gonna blow up together. But <laughs> but that's that. And but with that being said, <clears throat> Erica, we're a, a lot similar. That I'm not a I'm not like an introvert, and but we, we do a lot of remote work as well, right? So a lot of our business uh, includes traveling. So we instead of us having to be in the communities uh, physically, we've been <clears throat> excuse me we've been able to create platforms where we can be there virtually still do workshops. And now we're getting to a point where we're bringing in a new clientele that, uh, that actually sees the value of what we teach and the value of what, <laughs> right. It, so, so in a crazy sense of crazy world, people now see the value of technology when for so long we were, we were almost like the evangelicals. Mm-hmm. Out there. Hey, you gotta, you have to have digital skills. You need to teach yourselves about all the things that Gmail offers. You need to know what a Zoom is. Preach. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, yeah, 11 years I've been saying this stuff. Right? So, finally getting it. So, in a crazy way, that yes, our physical presence has have, has gone down, but our virtual presence has exploded to the point where now, well, you know, we're going to be fine, you know, which is the hard part, though, to be honest. And I've had this discussion with people who own their own companies or friends who own their own companies or people or just people in general. It's difficult to know that you as a company can still survive or in some instances thrive during these times. But there are a lot of people out there who are struggling, uh, yeah. who, who, do, who they, they don't have that that option to, to adjust or pivot on the fly and, and, and still make something work. And then you have individuals who are uh, more blue collar and, and yeah. they have to, it has to be in person. So they have no control of that. And so I, that is, that's, those are the things I struggle with, even though like we're, we're fine. And, and we re, re reiterate that to our daughters all the time, like that, that uh, you, you can't just look at your circumstance and right. think that everything is good. You have to have the ability right. to, to look at everything else and then collectively say, are we okay? And we right now as a country are not okay, right? So that's what I what I struggle with is that knowing that there are a lot of people who are not okay. Right. Back to kids. I have I have a sixteen year old, a twenty one year old. So the sixteen year old. You got big baby kids. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and let me tell you, they 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 tell me where the bear pooped in the buckwheat. You know, terms because I'm raised in that way too. My yeah. kids have been human beings with their own valued opinions since they were toddlers. So. Mm-hmm. They will tell you now exactly how you feel. So I was doing a little bit of, you know, hey, things are going really well. My business is every, you know, doing really great. Sixteen-year-old goes, yeah, but what about all those people that don't have jobs anymore because they're blue-collar workers? And I was mm-hmm. like, 
Well, I know, but you <laughs> much time to say, you know, yay for me, you know, I'm, you know, but he brought me right back down to earth and, and, and right back to what you were saying. It's like, well, it's great that you're doing great, but what about everybody doing great? Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. right. Children are brutally honest. They <laughs> are. I love it. Mm-hmm. I, 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 uh, I stress a lot of times that I much rather know where someone stands when I'm either whether doing business with them, having a conversation, uh, whether we agree or not. I much rather know where you stand so I know what I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I think Pam, you said it earlier. It's those ones that kind of sit in the silence and the in the weeds and kind of just. <laughs> I, I, wor- I worry most about that type of person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Have you gotten better? I have to ask this question because I've in myself, I've gotten better at listening to my gut in this because Mm. because there's less when I'm face to face with somebody, I might get involved with, you know, wow, they dress really great or wow, they smell really great. Or I get caught up in the in the in the more than and this is weird maybe it's just me but talking to somebody like over the line it seems more stripped down you have to be better at communicating and therefore you have to be more of who you truly are but i am finding and i'm trying to listen to my to myself i'm i'm and and so when somebody i'm finally i'm 54 years old i'm finally listening to that (laughs) someone tells you who they are believe them Uh philosophy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> are you finding that in you know with with what's going on in the world? Am I just crazy? So no, no, no. no. <laughs> so with me, and every time I wear it, whether if I've done like a speaking engagement or went to uh, a, I was speaking to kids or whatever, I've always told the story of, of kind of how I grew up, and I've always had this thing with my gut, and all my friends know, and my wife knows. She'll say every decision we, most decisions we make, she'll say, well, "What does your gut say?" Right? So. Right. I've, I've, wow. for, for, since I can remember, I've always like went with my gut. Like, ah, oh, this just doesn't feel, something about this doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Erica, you're right. I don't think it's the, the, the way someone dresses or the, the cologne. I think there's a vibe when you're in a room with someone mm-hmm. that allows you <clears throat> to kind of pick up on it. And mm-hmm. being in person for some reason, because there's so much noise going on, you, you tend to sometimes, um, you might not pick up on, something subtle that that person has said or they've done or whatnot. But now with this virtual world, because you have to be like, you have to be very intentional and, and very mindful of what you're saying. Cause you know, your phone conversations are recorded, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> other people watching, uh, people are actually listening because now you know, you, you can't just kind of be twiddling your thumbs thinking like, what is this? What is this guy up on the stage? talking about using these big words that don't want to like care about like in those conference halls no one cares right you just you're there for the the you get your little lane you're you're thinking about what are we doing after this happy hour go hang out i'm happy to be away from the kids for a weekend and enjoying this with 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 colleagues now it's no 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 there's no happy hour well you can have in the the kitchen if you want (laughs) you're right here and you have so you're listening and you're you're hearing what people are saying so uh, you could pick up on certain things like during like this whole, uh, ever since like George Floyd up until now, you can feel when you're on a conversation with someone who they don't agree with where you stand. Like I've been on multiple conversations where the, we, it, we never we never even touched on the social issues that are going on right now. It's just like mm-hmm. 
mm, mm, money, money, money. And that tells me where you stand. I don't have to like specifically bring it up or necessarily bring it up, but I right. know where you stand. And then there's conversations where before we even get into business, it's, hey, how are you doing? What's going on with the family? You know, it's, hey, you see what's going on? It's crazy right now. Like, so you, it's more of a, a personal connection because they want, they really want to know how's it going. Just like when I get on the phone or a conference, like just like with you ladies, I want to know how everything's going. How are you doing? Like, right. it's, and then you jump into to business. But the ones where we just jump into business, I, I store them the back of my mind where it's like, I, I, I know where you stand. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, that's a yeah. good point. That's a yeah. very good point. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I know where you stand. Like, what decent person wouldn't want to just know what's how are you doing? Like it's a crazy time. Whether whether you stand on this side or that's or this side or whatnot, whatever side you stand on, the entire world is going through something crazy. So it, it kind of baffles me when someone can just jump right in, like, hey, how's those Q3 numbers looking right now? And right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Right. Yeah. No, I almost got ran off the road by like the dude with the jacked up Ford two fifty with the twelve thousand flags on the back of his truck. <laughs> I, I should have, you know what? Now I think about it, I should have invested in a flag company four years ago. If right. I didn't flags, flag making company, flag making, like <laughs> I, man, I wonder how the sticker companies are doing. I, right? I, I missed that way. <laughs> Me too, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So Charles, how do you see yourself coming out of this whenever it happens on the other side of this pandemic? How do you see you and your business responding to all of this? Um, on a personal level and a business level. Yeah, uh, on a so on a business level, I see I think we I think we're going to come out fine. Uh as I said, there's new things that we're doing as a company that we implement it. There was some risk that we were already thinking about taking that the, the pandemic forced us to tr take off the training well. You know, like I have a I have a pretty solid team of advisors who for two years now, I'm like, you got to take the, the, the training wheels off, you know, and I've been reluctant just because I'm like, oh, we're slow, nice growth. You know, we're, you know, we're doing it this way. We're doing it the right way. And and then you, you eventually get to a point where if you truly want to get out there and help as many people as possible, you do have to take the training wheels off. Right. And you get get some bumps and bruises. So this has forced us to take the training wheels off and, and take some of those risks that we've been kind of on the fence about. Uh, so I think we're going to be fine as a as a company. Um, we're you know, we're in discussions with uh, more partnerships than we've ever had. We're in discussions with expanding our program that we did out in the Netherlands uh, two years ago. We're in discussions wow. with school districts in regards to what uh, or some some online teachings that we're going to do. So we're like we're there. Yeah. Like it's we're this thing is is rocking and rolling. And there's something else that's coming that I don't want to. I want to jinx it yet. So I'm gonna knock on this wood next to my coffee, and <laughs> it just if if that pans out, I think it, it. I think it will. It'll add something very uh, valuable to education that, mm -hmm. that that we haven't had. And and the the actually the best thing is watching my watching our kids uh, their learning experience. Through this virtual platform and seeing what what's lacking or what could be enhanced, mm. or seeing what or seeing uh, what types of trainings could benefit the teachers more. So I've looked at this really as a learning experience for, uh, for us. Like it's, it's almost like a researching experiment for us. So we're you know our team spends hours 
just watching online education, seeing what's going on to say, what can we do to, to enhance or, or make it a better learning experience uh, for the, these young people? Because that's, uh, and Pam, it's, and you asked me something in the beginning about, um, uh, no, we were talking in the beginning about like how everyone else is like affected somehow. And I remember thinking, you know, we're very involved parents. Uh, we have resources where like, if we do need a tutor, we can get a tutor. I was really worried about the young people in these areas that they, who already struggled with education, right? Right, right. Or parents where they, they couldn't afford to not um, be, you know, couldn't afford to go to work and, and then uh, hope that their kids were logging on every day. So in my mm-hmm. mind, that is where um, the, 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 the true struggle was going was gonna to come. It wasn't just, you know, people out of work, which is horrible. It was the, what was going to happen education-wise to a lot of these young people where, you know, to be quite frank, like we already struggled with education when it was in person, right? It's right. not like we were the, 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 the toast of the town before this. So it was like, hey, what's going to happen now that is, is virtual? And, and that's what I, I really, um, we really started focusing on that. Like, wait a minute, okay, if this is going to be our environment for a while, why not do something to help out instead mm-hmm. of just sitting around and complain about it? So that's been our focus. Like, what can we do to help? Uh, so that's the, those are the things, some of the things that we're rolling out for 2021. We're experimenting with stuff now. Personal wise, I um, just to be honest, like um, I'm gonna come out on the other side of this probably more uh, <clears throat> more religious than I've ever been, mm. more spiritual than I've ever been because we've been doing. You know, you can't go to church right now, right? <clears throat> and I've always preached this. I grew up in the church. So you can, like, every time my wife would say, we're going to church, I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to church. Because I have this thing, and, it, and, it, and it, it, I don't care what denomination it is. I, I, I had this thing with religion that six days out of the week, you lived your life. And then you go to church, and no matter right. what you did during those six days, how, how right, wrong, bad, evil, whatever you did, you went to church, and you kind of washed your hands of it, and then you mm-hmm. went back to whatever messed up stuff you did the whole week yeah. or you had these views <clears throat> of like someone's um uh like sexuality or their race or their income and and i and i witnessed that from a very young age all the way up into my adult life so i've, I've always had this thing of with, with church like ah, it's just a building because if you don't really believe in it like what good does does it really do you right and but since we can't go to church right now and i I think one week like 38 or something i can't remember but my wife has essentially been the, the the family preacher right so every sunday we you know get up we get dressed we sit in the living room and, and we go through you know like our, our service but now the girls are hearing the the, the teachings now mm-hmm. discusses a family back and forth like what what did paul mean you know and and with that it's it's giving me a greater appreciation for what the book is. Whether and that I don't care what religion you are. It's just like right. whatever you believe in or what's or what what drives you sp- like spiritually. But this this period has gotten me closer to that. Whatever that is that drives like whoever it is, it's gotten me co- closer to knowing that uh, you are here to serve. Mm-hmm. Truly, like I've always believed in it. But then when you start really digging into it. And then you see how other people kind of live their lives and you see the life that you want to live and you see the life that you want your kids to live and, and you see the life that 
you would hope that um, most people would think and say and read this book or 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 take these teachings and actually implement it. That mm -hmm. that to me is is what uh, is the greatest benefit of like what happened now is that I, I'm coming out on another side of where I actually was able to sit down and listen and take the teachings instead of just being in church, being mad. I'm in in mass at midnight, like, oh, we're in, we're in mass at midnight and half the people here are at, are on their second bottle of wine or, <laughs> right. Right. or I'm in, a, I'm in a house of worship where, you know, half the people in here think this other half shouldn't even be here, right? So right. Right. getting a greater like feeling, knowing that like, I'm closer like with my kids when it comes to that, closer with my wife, so. And it's taking that and moving forward and just and growing on it and enhancing it more once we come out on the other side of this. Oh, I love that you're having that experience. That is really, I mean, it sounds so rewarding and and meaningful. It gives me goosebumps to hear you talk about it. I was I was raised. Okay. Go ahead. I was raised. Um, well, when I was like five or six, my grandmother, who I spent a lot of time with my grandparents in Connecticut as a little kid, and we, um, my grandmother, uh, when I was five or six, it occurred to me that she really did not like people, unless you were white and Catholic, forget it. Uh -huh. You, I mean, she, in fact, she would say it. If you were not white and Catholic uh, and French, you forget, you shouldn't even be around, right? And, and then, um, uh, and they went to church twice a week. And I remember thinking, well, something's, I'm not an adult, but I know this is, this is not right. <laughs> something's really skewed up with this picture, like, and, and I, and that kind of turned me away from organized religion and, yeah. uh, and, and made me embrace people in a different way than I had ever thought of doing before. It's just right. yeah. Well, that's the spirituality versus religion. Right, right. Yeah. You know, right. Grew up Mormon here, and I had kind of that same kind of thing where I've been right. in the church one day, hearing about how I was a, I was going I was a second class citizen just because I was a female, and thinking, I don't think God yeah. said that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to go check that one out for myself. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, yeah. a lot of fact a lot of fact checking in church. So, yeah, but the but the the spirituality of it, yes. Like, and I've always been a big, big believer in that. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about it, you better be living it on a daily basis. Right, if right. You're gonna get in my face about it, mm -hmm. then it's it's got to be something that's really involved in your in your life. Mm -hmm. So very cool. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Mm -hmm. that's, that's and that's cool. I like. I I. I right. Getting up and getting dressed and make because then you well, but then you if that's how we now that's how we like compartmentalize things, right? Like, I look really nice in my shirt and everything. I got my jammy bottoms on. <laughs> no, why not? That, that's, right. I mean, that's, that's right. How it is right now. Right. So mm -hmm. um I think it's great that you're you're making that that you know, that this is what we're doing and make it that important. And your kids will pick up on all that too. Right. And having the discussion and, and respecting their opinion. That's something yes. that you know, did not mm -hmm. happen in my household as a kid. So you know, I think it is generational. Yeah. I'm talking like generational, generational, because um, there's one thing where it's like, you have no order in the house and your kids are just wild. But then there's another thing where you encourage them to speak their mind. You want to know what they're thinking. 
you want to, uh, or, or for instance, if they don't do something, instead of you just being upset, you, you can explain it to them. They know exactly why. I grew up, you know, I laugh all the time. I say, I just tell, I tell my daughters, they would, every once in a while, I get upset doing the dishes. Their chore is the dishes. They know that. Do the dishes. And I, and I said, you guys don't realize that there were multiple times when I was your age, you know, between 11 and 12 or 13, whatever, that if I didn't clean the dish the right way, my stepdad, who was like hardcore Air Force, would say, take out every dish in this house and wash it. I'm like, every dish? Like, <laughs> like wow. Every dish. <clears throat> and that was our punishment if we didn't do something the, the right way. And But he wouldn't explain it. He would just say, oh, take out every dish and do it. And the whole time we're sitting there, okay, well, what did I do right? And then you would eventually figure out, oh, I didn't clean the countertop or what. So, mm-hmm. Instead of just being like that, where it was straight up authoritarian, with our daughters, it's, hey, look at this cup. Would you drink from this cup? And this is why you need to wash this again or or whatnot. So we've tried to really make it where you can still have a dialogue where, like, Mm -hmm. we are in charge, but we're explaining. So then that way you know how to articulate yourself. And then as you grow up, you will have the ability to sit in a meeting and when you don't agree with something, you can artic- you can articulate it instead of just being furious about it, or instead of just blowing mm-hmm. up, or whatever the case, or uh, uh, or being in me where because you're the boss, you feel that you can uh, speak or have a tone with people just because like you're the boss, which is ridiculous, right? So that that's you know it's you you hope that they grow up uh, uh, taking all those lessons and that that you implemented. And then they actually apply it because, you know, my, for yeah. as strict as my stepdad was or whatnot, he did teach us how to be very uh, professional, very, this is how, you know, you need to carry yourself, uh, how how to respect others. Like he was big on respect. Like you might, he would say all the time, I don't like half the MFers I work with, but I, res- I still need to respect them. They respect me. I respect them. It's just a it's, it's a it's a mutual thing. Respect is like right. a mutual thing. So I learned that from him. But then with my mother, she taught us a lot of the like how to just navigate and, and deal with different people from different backgrounds. Like and, and just know that at the end of the day, we all have the same common thing for the most part. Everyone core values are the same. You want the best for your children, and you want to do well in life, and you want to live long enough to see your grandchildren. Like everyone kind of have like the same core yeah. type of things. Right. Uh, so and, and just and and just be happy. Whether whatever happy is to you, people want that same core type of thing. So so mm-hmm. I, I took all that what I learned and the stuff that I liked, I kept the stuff that I, that I didn't understand. Like the hey, do all the dishes. I was like, oh, I don't like that one. That's that didn't make sense to me. Or yeah. or pay or we're gonna. Um, uh, I remember because he had a pool company. So every once in a while, if we did something he didn't like. He would pick the most ridiculous chore possible. Like one time, he just went and got a bunch of gravel and said, "I don't like the backyard, so we're gonna do, we're gonna you know, rearrange the backyard." I'm thinking, wait a minute, we're gonna rearrange rocks that are already back there, take those rocks out and put these rocks that look exactly the same <laughs> in the backyard. So it was <laughs> it was some interesting summers growing up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, life experiences, <laughs> yeah. right? But I will tell you that they, when they, if you treat them like that when they're young, they do take it. And my my son is quite a leader now because he's one of the kids that uh, 
he expects to be heard as a human being because mm -hmm. he's changed that way. So when if a, he's in the scouts and if a leader says something that is contrary to the scout law or or just plain out doesn't make sense, he'll say, "Excuse me." That doesn't make sense. He's respectful and he's and he's there, but he's definitely not like I was the believe it or not, the shrinking violet. I would I was the one who didn't say boo, because that's how I was treated. But um he so he stands there and goes, um, I have a question about that. And, and it's funny, especially when you see leaders go, Oh, oh. Well, here because it's you know, this is how we've done it. And then somebody comes along and says, Well, why do we do it that way? And they go, Right. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> but I tell you, it bites in the ass sometimes too. Because like, oh, go, oh, no. I want you to do this, and they go, "Well, no." Yeah. <laughs> and here's why. Well, yeah, well, yeah. That's when you. That's when you learn like the pecking order. Like, like at, <laughs> at the end of the day, like whether we like it or not, that hey, that's just how we do it. If that's the, if that person's the boss. That's just how we're going to do it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, very few because I'm the mom times in my yeah. life, but I have pulled that out. I, that is my rank. It's a very powerful card to pull. I know <laughs> why because I'm the dad. That's why. There's it, no explanation. <laughs> I've explained it all. I've made my case. I know you don't like it, but I'm the mom. <laughs> that, that period, end of sentence. Yeah. But yeah. it's so yeah, it's but it's great. I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, they're 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 the next generation. They have mm -hmm. to know how to stand up and lead and and think on their feet and mm -hmm. speak and mm -hmm. and that all the talents. So yeah, yeah. I applaud and, and, and also and to, to learn how to take um critiquing, right? How how to not and not just always dishing oh, out right. how to, right. to to take to me, I, I'm glad that I played sports because it really did teach me a lot of about like you're like you're not perfect. It's the one area where like you're going to hear almost every day what you did wrong and how to fix it. Like if you want to get better, <laughs> you have to fix it. If you want to get better, how do you fix it? And then you they tell you how to fix it. Well, you know your jump shot is terrible. Well, how do you fix it? Go practice on your shooting more, your technique. You know, so you learn how to take like criticism. And that's the one thing that, that we do stress to our, our kids and also to people in our program, you know, like you have to have the ability to take in someone's critiquing uh, or criticizing, criticizing you or whatnot. And as not just them coming down on you, but they're trying to make you better. Right. Uh, and they're giving you tips to make yourself better. So if you take it as people are picking on you, you're never going to get better. You're never going to improve yourself. And, and you know, our in our house, we say, uh, the only thing your job, your your only job in this household is to get better every day. And that's in life. Just get better every day, whatever it is, just get better. So it's like, you know, you know, like our daughter, our middle daughter, she had to do a self-portrait. And the first time she did self-portrait of herself, she's like, oh, it kind of looks like 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 a weird painting or or what you say, like a glob. Like it, it wasn't very good. I, I tried to talk <laughs> her up, but it wasn't very good. <laughs> I said, but so you know how you get better at, at drawing? You, you do it every day. You just keep practicing, practicing, practicing. So now they're you know almost done with the, the this quarter or whatnot. And now her her portrait kind of looks like herself. At least I kind of know who she's drawing, right? <laughs> <laughs> so That's it, right. She's getting better every day. 
That's awesome. Uh, how many daughters do you have, or how many children do you have? You have three. Our, our four children. I had a son in college. He, he's in he's in college now, up in uh, Wyoming. Well, now it's virtual because everything everything you know is crazy again. And then three daughters with my wife is and uh, yeah. So it's 18, 13, 11, 5. Wow. Wow. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> boys because he knows I couldn't stand myself at 15. <laughs> <laughs> They're all terrific. They're all yeah, great. They, they all are with like my son. He just chills. He not, <laughs> he not, he not, he wasn't as inquisitive as the, the, the girls. The girls like, wait, wait a minute. Why do we have to do this? It doesn't <laughs> So wait a minute, you're telling me, I'm like, what? Wait a minute, are you negotiating? <laughs> yes, negotiating. That's, yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, that's something a, I never, yeah, wow. Yeah. But so my, I, I've witnessed, I've personally witnessed why women are superior to men, because it's just, you see, you see the mindset, it's just, I'm like, wow, like we 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 really haven't had a woman president yet? Because I can see yeah. in, <laughs> right? Something's wrong here. <laughs> something, yeah. we, we are not number one, fellas. <laughs> right. Right. And that might be the reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This has been a great conversation. Thank you yeah, so much. To reach out and, and continue the conversation with you. Um, Charles, How? what's the best way to reach you? To get uh, you, can, uh, you can email me at cashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y, at cultivatecoders.com. That's cashley at cultivatecoders.com. Uh, if you can't get there for some reason, then just email info at cultivatecoders.com and just re request to, yeah, yep. That's me right there. That's it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thank, thank you. you so much for being no, a guest thank, on the show. Bill. I appreciate the invite and, and keep doing what you guys do. They were they were three great questions. And, and I wanted to be surprised, so I didn't even read the questions. I was like, we're just going to do it on the fly. Oh, good. Cool. <laughs> That's brave. What? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just got to jump in. I figure, like, they're, right. too, they're nice women, so I can't... I, I didn't think it was going to be anything crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully yeah. You know, I mean, my, my, uh, my X is right on the X. So if it was crazy, I just click that X. <laughs> <laughs> Lose connection. Rest of your week. And really, thank you so much for being here. It's been great. Likewise. Yeah. You guys be safe yeah. out there. All right, thanks. You too. Bye, everybody. What does $0.25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing. A night out with the fellas. With your Premise Perks checking account, you get $0.25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards.